Podcast. This is the Blockade Pinball Podcast. I am your host, Chris Freebus, a.k.a. Shut Your Trap. Joining me as always, halfway across the world, Jared Morgan. Hello, everybody. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here. I never have solved the problem. Of, I can't hear our opening logo anymore. Um, it happened quite a while back, uh, where all of a sudden it uh, uh, something happened with my sound issue. Remember there was that day where the sound was just a mess? <laughs> When yeah, we were... yeah. Oh, I remember those days when we were first started with OBS. Boy, no, it, was it wasn't when we first started with OBS. It was something switched uh, with OBS, like they oh. updated or whatever, and everything oh, yeah. was just like a mess. Nobody could hear anything. We like canceled the podcast ten minutes in, oh, realizing yeah, nobody yeah. could hear us. Um, it was a, it was a hot mess. I have never been able to since then hear our logo anymore. Huh. Which I mean, obviously, it plays for everybody else, but it does yeah, not yeah. does not play for me. <laughs> you get the same experience as I do. <laughs> <laughs> Utter silence. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how's it going? It's been a little while. I mean, yeah, it's it's going all right actually. Uh, yeah, I haven't been playing a lot of pinball. I've actually instead been digging out an old Nintendo 3DS and realizing that's a really cool console. It is. Um, it's a good platform. And I've been. Yeah, it's a really good platform. And I've been playing Luigi's Mansion 2, which is a really, really fun game. Um, really interesting game mechanic. Um, platformer style, you're catching ghosts. So you feel like a ghostbuster walking around. You even have a vacuum cleaner that you use to suck up ghosts with. It's just a lot of fun to play. And being on the, on the um, 3DS, you know, you can take it anywhere with you. Yeah, leading to here, don't you? Yeah, my my son has been playing or had been playing Luigi Mansion three on the Switch, and yeah. my wife really loves it. They're both sitting there going, "You got to play it, you got to play it," and I'm just kind of like, eh, "I'll get to it." <laughs> my my kids are like like on me every day that I'm like, oh, so you're gonna play more Luigi's Mansion today? Like, can we can we watch it? But the thing that like amazes me about the 3DS console that for it was obviously bought out when. Um, or release when you know did a 3D on televisions and everything like yes. glasses was 3D was a massive deal, and boy they have utilized that very well in that console. Like it is amazing the depth of field and the way they've actually you know I, I remember when we were talking about 3D movies and stuff. You're always talking about how the director frames a shot and you know what you see through the lens through a 3d movie is sort of like quite up to the, what the director wants you to see yes um you can really see a lot of care and attention particularly in luigi's mansion has been given to the the different layers of the 3d in there and everything's really consistent and and it just feels really good to to play through and you'd, you'd never want to turn it off because it actually really enhances the game so I really am quite enamored by the 3DS. I think it's a great little console. And I picked them up really cheap, like 70 bucks Australian. Oh, yeah. No, you um, can then, pick them up for dirt cheap now. And uh, the games, yeah. I'm sure, are not terribly expensive anymore either. They're definitely not expensive when you use a Sky 3DS Plus. No. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, this week, uh, this last week has been an odd one here, uh, especially for somebody that's L.A.-based. Um, obviously the, the death of Kobe Bryant, uh, I didn't expect that to hit me. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say I didn't expect it to hit me. I didn't enjoy being hit with the grief that <laughs> I got hit with. Um, and it was like, 
it's one of those things that you never know what when a when certain famous people die, you never know how it's going to uh, affect you because there's plenty where you're just kind of like, oh, that's sad, that's a shame. And this one, man, it just hit me in the feels big time. Um, and I really? think it has oh. to do probably with the fact that his daughter was only a year younger than my son. Ah, uh, right. So it's like I know where that is as a parent or whatever, and and that kind of stuff. So that this whole and then all the radio stations have been just like. It's all it was, wall-to-wall coverage Honest. and just, you know, yeah. dealing with the grief and everything. And then throw on top of that this uh, lovely trial without witnesses that we got going on right now for our <laughs> impeachment. Um, what a three-ring circus. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I fortunately worked like eight days in a row at Disneyland, so that was taking my mind off of things. So, you know. Being in the world of Disney. Watching happy people do happy things. They could care less about what is going on in the rest of the world. Yes. <laughs> mm. Exactly. Um, that's kind of a good place to be. Sort of isolate you in a happy place. And uh, Right, where people, and I mean, just, and, and even if people know what's going on in the world, they don't want to talk about what's going on in the world because they're a Disney no, band, so yeah. They're a Disney <laughs> band, and it's amazing. And they just want to have your photo taken in front of something cool. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Speaking of things that are kind of cool, Something cool. Yeah. Something cool. So uh, you might remember all folks, last podcast, me putting out a plea for back glasses uh, that fit my monitor and looked better and and realizing that nobody was probably going to do that. But I pleaded anyway. And then it mm. took all of about two days for me to go, oh, I can probably do something myself. <laughs> So you finally did it. Like, yeah, I remember the last podcast, you go, I don't really want to do it. <laughs> exactly. I didn't really want to do it. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> yeah. So, so here, here was the, here was the thought process folks. Um, I had obviously, uh, uh, Jay Willen, who is sitting here watching us right now in, in our comment section, he had sent me two links at two different times of places to find the back glasses. And the the first one that I was sent, everything was already pre-done. The uh, file titles were already pre-done. So it was really easy to drop those in. And that's when I had them pop up. And it was just a back glass. And then obviously I had my own, the DMD in front of it. And my big complaint was, well, the DMD is blocking the back glass. So then the second link that I was sent um, was somebody that had put the, the grills, the speaker grills, and the DMD box with the artwork above it. Yeah, right. which which was cool. That was that was uh, definitely what I was asking for, um, except for the fact that that was only for the Williams tables and not for any of the Zen tables. The Zen tables, no no speaker box, and it was just the full sixteen by nine back glass. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, which I didn't like <laughs> because being a stickler for consistency. That would have been triggering you at 9,000, wouldn't it? Exactly. I mean, I don't have OCD except for when I have OCD. <laughs> and this is one of those times. I <laughs> like consistency in my visuals. That I cannot deny it. Um, I, yeah. And I like a theme to kind of carry through. So it's mm. one of the things that drove me nuts about visual pinball was how one author would make tables look a certain way and they would be in a certain table angle and all that. And then you download another author's table and it'd be all different and the lighting would be different. And that just, it, to me, it felt like a Frankenstein P 
piece of games, which is why I always preferred it when Pinball Arcade came out, because I was like, hey, this is fantastic. It's all uniform. I'll take yeah. the niggly things that I don't like because it's all at least uniform. Yeah, all the niggly things are at least consistent. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. uh, so I just... Uh, in this second link, what was nice was there was all the back glass art. There was another file that was all fan glass, or fan glass, uh, fan-made alternates, you might say. There was well, another folder. Fan glass. I think I, I think we can run with fan glass. Fan glass? it works. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um, and then there was also for, uh, other art elements that were basically uh, uh, like vector graphic or you know clear background kind of graphics. Um, things that I was like, oh, I could kind of probably work with that. So I started tinkering around. And I started with using uh, the, uh, of all things, Champion Pub's uh, grill, speaker grill and everything, and just placing images over the top of where the backlash would have been and shrinking them to size and kind of messing around with that. I get through every single table that Zen offers. And I get through with it. I'm looking at it. I'm like, eh, it's all right. It's, it's still not quite what I wanted, but it's it's okay. And the one thing that's bugging me was the I was like, I should have a Zen logo down at the down at the bottom covering up the valley. So I put the Zen logo down there. But it was all flat. And I was like, I would like that nah. to be metallic. <laughs> <laughs> how can how can I do that? So then it was well, let's see if I can drop out something and put in, like, chrome or whatever. And I wound up with a little chrome badge that I put the Zen logo on top of. And I was like, yeah, that looks cool. Okay, let's put this on top of one of the things. I put it on one of the machines. And I was like, yeah, that, that looks great. And then it hit me. Got I got to redo to every single one of these because do you think I saved the files? No. No, I saved them just as JPEGs. I didn't save them as... Photoshop files. Photoshop files. <laughs> or, or I'm not using Photoshop. I'm using Inkscape uh, since it's nice and free. And, oh, excuse me, I wasn't using Inkscape. I was using GIMP, um, GIMP. which is also free. And uh, so <laughs> I was like, okay, I got to go back and do these all over again. So I start redoing. I started with, like, the Star Wars ones. And uh, I realized ah, I don't like the hyperspace that I used in the background. I gotta find another hyperspace. And then I was like, there's gotta be an easier way than me constantly each time shrinking the images. I'm like, I gotta make this uniform. I gotta like just like crank through them. Pop them out. Yeah. Right. So I wound up like making a template that uh, I could just quickly throw the image in, move it around the background. It's already gonna be matted off. Everything will work fine. So I went through and I was doing that and uh, I was happy with what I did for Star Wars. And then I was like, well, what do I do attack next? And I'm like, oh, let's attack Zen. And I spent so much time trying to figure out what would be a good just backdrop for Zen because I wanted to use the little smaller logos because I liked those images better than the 16 by 9 images, which all looked low res and basically from Pinball FX2. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I kind of came up with when I was half-assed backdrop, and then I found a better backdrop image on Google, and I wound up applying that. So I went through all that, and they, that was all great. And then I started realizing, well, something's wrong with the edges. It, they're too sharp dropping yeah. into the black. So then I realized, oh, I need to put a vignette filter over it. So I had to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't too deep. 
on it yet. But I had to go back. Luckily. Put a vignette filter. I did it on all the Star Wars tables. I did it on all the Zen tables. And then I did it on the Marvel tables. And by the time I got done with the Marvel tables, I was like really flowing and going, ah, yeah, yeah, I know what I'm doing now. This is great. And then all that was left was the tables that I liked the uh, back glasses for and just kind of manipulating them into place. And so all was said and done. I had them all done. It was like, I like them. They look good. Uh, posted them. And it was like, okay, this is this this will work. And I started getting some positive feedback. And then uh, Jay Willen popped on. And he was like, well, but do you have them for a 4x3 monitor? <laughs> <laughs> no. And I just said, Jay, if you want to create them for a 4x3 monitor, here's the files. And you can, he, I'm sharing this file with you. You can resubmit it. And, dude, he banged them out in less than two hours. Um, oh, there you go. What a legend. Yeah, he, so he put them up there. So what is available are back glasses for a 16 by 9 monitor, but with basically window boxed in almost a 4 by 3 size. Or you can download the 4 by 3 versions um, that Jay was able to, uh, to hammer out, make look good. If you are somebody that wants a 16 by 9 stretched with no window box, you're out of luck. Sorry. (laughs) Too bad. So sad. Too bad. So sad. Um, But uh, you you can, uh, yeah, the link. You can actually download it. Jared's got it uh, in front of him. Uh, I just pushed it into the slot. He just pushed it into the slot. So it's blockadepinball.com slash zen dash back boxes. Again, blockadepinball.com slash zen dash back boxes. Um, you guys are all free to download those, use those if you want to use them in stream. I don't care. I did not create any of the artwork. That's no. my whole thing. Um, yeah. I purely assembled what others had done. <laughs> so I'm mm. in debt to those that had already done all the hard work. I just rejiggered the pieces into something that made me happy. One thing we should probably do is put a credits file in that in that uh, share to, to credit the people who actually did make them originally, if we can find out who they are. Yeah. Um, oh, Jay is saying that, yeah, Hercules uh, Hercules does look odd, and he looked odd in both pieces of art that I uh, actually had. So mm. I blame Zen, because they're the ones that I believe created the initial art file. Oh, right. Well, you know, you, showed, you share these on Twitter, and Zen went, ah, oh, uh, these are pretty good. Right? I'm like, yeah. hey, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So maybe in, Zen will get a maybe Zen will get a good idea and maybe eventually put out back boxes. I just wish that they like would do this. it for the Williams, make them animated like they should be. You know, with with light yeah. show. Yeah, with the flat wing. Yeah, but that would require interesting tech, wouldn't it? <laughs> the back block. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, mm. So anyway, those are those are out there. They're available. Have Adam, if you will. I'm uh, happy to share. Mm. Giving back what I can. Yeah. Uh, very good. It looked great. Yeah. yeah. I I think so myself. And I'm happy now because now I can play them that way. Uh, the way it should be. Um, no, you're not triggered. No. <laughs> not triggered. Much. Much. <laughs> for, well, at least for a few more months. Um, That's right. Let's move on. Uh, I got to get my file up here so I can actually read it. Um, Mm. So we haven't done one of these in a very long time. And that is a list of games. (laughs) Because the game list. Yeah, I remember these. Yeah, we used to do game lists all the time. And this would be when we were speculating about what should be coming up 
and it was always with Pinball Arcade. And then we kind of did it with, uh, hey, here's what's available for Zen um, when we are figuring out all the unlicensed DMDs. Well, we're to that point where we don't know what is coming next to uh, FX3. Uh, are they going to finally finish out the final three non-licensed DMDs being Whodunit, Cactus Canyon, and Jackbot? Um, are they having issues with, I mean, I know they were trying, having a hard time finding Cactus Canyon and is Jackbot going to be an issue with the gambling? Um, and does mm. anybody really care about whodunit? <laughs> well, yeah, that, well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we at this show are not exactly fans of whodunit. So there you go. I'll piss on it all the day long. Um, so then it becomes, well, okay, so what do they do next? Are they going to be doing license tables? Are they going to be doing alphanumerics? And the ever-loving plea that everybody does, which is, please just give us something that we haven't had before. Yeah, that's fair enough, too. It is we fair like enough, that. but then as I recently read one person, they go, I don't even hold the two in light with each other. Like, Monster Bash looks and plays so much better in this that it's like having gotten a new table and realizing you've just been playing with a knockoff the entire time yeah well that is true um so is it a bad thing that we get repeat stuff especially considering how many people uh with with the way pinball has been taking off lately in the digital market and especially with all these now virtual cabinets coming out there's plenty of people that have not never downloaded any of the Williams got a chance to download any of the Williams stuff from uh pinball arcade. So mm. to them, this is all brand new. So with that being said, I thought that we would, uh, take a look at, uh, what is, <laughs> what is available to us and, uh, maybe kind of figure out, do we really want all the new stuff or will we be happier seeing some of the old stuff first? Mm, that's right. So let's kind of start with the DMD machines. And I'm just going to rattle off this list. Here's what is left. Uh, or, yeah, for, for licensed uh, DMDs. You've got Bram Stoker's Dracula, No Fear, Star Trek Next Generation, Terminator 2, Adam's Family, Doctor Who, Indianapolis 500, Judge Dredd, Scared Sif, Twilight Zone, and World Cup Soccer. That's what's left of the licensed. Uh, oh, excuse me. What am I saying? Those are the things that were in TPA. Right. Gotta my, okay. Got to get my bearings. That's what was in TPA. Um, what is left is mm -hmm. Congo, Demolition Man, Dirty Harry, Flintstones, Indiana Jones, Johnny Mnemonic, Corvette, Gilgan's Island, NBA Fast Break, Popeye, and The Shadow. So I kind of decided I need to figure out... A, what are my, I mean, there's only 11 tables there on both ends, but what are my top 10? What order would I want to see them in most? Um, and then, and I did this basically for both what is already in TPA, what are my top 10? And what would be new to us, what are the top 10? And then kind of comparing the list, figuring out, well, would I rather have this before this? And kind of going down there. And so this top 10 list is kind of, kind of, Funny, because like I said, there's only 11 tables, but here's the order that I put them in. So from uh, Pinball Arcade, my top 10 would be Adam's Family, World Cup Soccer, Dracula, Twilight Zone, Indianapolis 500, Star Trek, Judge Dredd, T2, Scared Stiff, and No Fear in terms of 
the order that I'd want to, what I'd prefer to see first. Let's put it to you that way. Right. Um, obviously, not making that list then would be Doctor Who, which, I mean, it's all right, but I, I just never, I don't know. It just kind of fell off the list in terms of where I'd want it, and it was only top ten. Mm. Um, as far as the stuff that hasn't made it yet, obviously my number one is NBA Fast Break. And then mm -hmm. uh, Indiana Jones, Dirty Harry, The Shadow, Johnny Mnemonic at number five, Demolition Man, Corvette, Flintstones, Congo, and last would be Gilgan's Island, and not making the list would be Popeyes. Popeyes. Popeye. Popeye, yeah. I'd probably put uh, Demolition Man a little higher than that because uh, I've played a lot of it, and it's got a lot of depth to it. Um, and that so is part of the it's... thing. Some of these tables I don't have a lot of experience on, so... Yeah. That's where it's John, Johnny's a weird one. It um, it never really clicked with me, although that just may be my personal opinion about it. But yeah, uh, definitely uh, Demolition Man. It's got heaps of heaps of potential in it. So yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun that game. So from there, I then basically went, okay, let's go down. Let's compare these two lists, and let me ask myself, what would I want to see first come into uh, Pinball FX3. And for me, real quickly, it became, well, I'd have NBA Fast Break as my number one. And then, yes, I would have it above Indiana Jones, which I have as my number two. <laughs> that's yeah. how much I like NBA Fast Break, folks. Um, Indiana Jones, that's pretty, I, I... That's pretty high. I mean, NBA Fast Break is, is not that deep compared to Indiana Jones from a modes perspective and from everything. No, but so it's incredibly it fun. cool. Yeah, I mean, Indiana Jones, for me, it's one of those tables where it beats me up a lot, and so I've never really gotten deep into it. I appreciate it, and by all it's a means... It's table. It is a There's hard table. It's like mountains. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. And by all means, I would love to be able to... Yeah, I'd love to be able to have an unlimited amount of time to just, you know, sit down and play with it. But NBA Fast Break has a really deep soft spot in me for it, so that's where that is. So yeah. NBA Fast Break, Indiana Jones... And then, interestingly enough, the next four tables would all have been from TPA. So it goes Adam's mm. Family, World Cup Soccer, Dracula, and then Twilight Zone. Um, that would be up to number six. Number seven, I'd have uh, Dirty Harry, and then Indianapolis 500, and then rounding out uh, would be The Shadow and Johnny Mnemonic. So those would be my top ten. And, interestingly enough, it's five new ones, five old ones. Mm, it's a good mix. Um, which I didn't plan. It wasn't like I was like, I have to have five and five of each. No, I literally went through the list and went, which would I rather have? And whoever won, mm. then I went down to the next spot and I went, okay, does this one, you know, beat out the other? Um, and that's how the, I kind of formulated this. So that's that's my finalist for what I would want for the uh, for DMD machines. DMDs. Yeah. Now we get into the interesting part, which is alphanumerics. And... Here's where the list is a little funky because uh, once you reach a certain point on the list, you go, really? Do I even need to include that table on the list? Because you know that you're not going to really want that table over mm. a bunch of the others. Um, yeah. So here's the example. Um, well, I'll just real quickly rattle off. This is what is in TPA. Uh, Bonsai Run, Black Knight 2000, Black Knight, Bride of Pinbot, Centaur, Cyclone, Diner, Earthshaker, Eight Ball Deluxe, Elvira and the Party Monsters, Fathom, Firepower, Funhouse, F14, Gorgar, High Speed, Paragon, Pinbot, 
Sorcerer, Space Shuttle, Swords of Fury, Taxi, Whirlwind, and Xenon. Um, that's what's in TPA currently, and it would be going up against... There's, it's kind of a short list. Um, mm. Bad Cats, Big Guns, Comet, Embryon, Fire, Flash, Grand Lizard, Jokers, Medusa, Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man, Police Force, Riverboat Gambler, Road Kings, Roller Games, Space Station, Vector, Radical, Pool Sharks, Bally Game Show, Mouse and Round, Strange Science. So basically what I did was I took pretty much all the System 11 tables, threw those into the mix, and then kind of handpicked some of the uh, earlier tables that are popular. But you'll notice, like, I didn't put Future Spa in there. I didn't put... Uh, Transport of the Rescue. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there's there's all sorts of... It's actually of... a fun game, that one. Like, it's a... It's very much like um, Flight 2000 in its locking mechanism. And it's uh, like it was kicking my butt at Netherworld. I've managed to play it. It's but I'm also very, trying to think of you know, tables that would make sense for Zen to do and put graphics on, uh, enhancements yeah. on. Um, yeah. Transporter would be a weird one. Yeah. So that was kind of the, the thought process. And then what I went and did was I real quickly crossed off some tables that I was like, I think we can all agree that these are not going to make the cut right off the bat. Um, so, like, for instance, I eliminated Fathom because it's essentially 8-Ball Deluxe reversed. What about Big Guns, though? Um, I crossed off Big Guns, and I crossed off Grand Lizard because, I don't know, I don't really hear a lot of people ever clamor for either of those. <laughs> um, I grew up with Big Guns. Did you? Oh, it was one of the first, yeah. And it's uh, it, it, it's like any System 11, it's all about locking balls, but the, the fact it's got two catapults on it, mm -hmm. and they actually cross-shot, um... There's there's some interesting things going on in that game, uh, so it's uh, it's a full flipper game for one. So it's got lots of flippers, just like no pop bumpers. Uh, no pop bumpers, no. It's uh, it's one that doesn't have pop bumpers, but it's got a lot of drop targets on it. Um, so so I mean, granted, I'm I'm personal bias. I'm crossing off things too that I don't have a lot of experience. Um, mm. Like I crossed off Road Kings again. Nobody clamors for it. Uh, space Station. Well, would you rather have a space shuttle or space station? The answer is going to be Space Shuttle. Ooh, no, Space no? Station, actually. I've really? Space Station. It's a better game. Yeah. Interesting. It's, well, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I had fun with it. Yeah. I crossed off Pool Sharks. Who even knows yeah. about Pool Sharks? I haven't played it. Although, I'm sure there's people out there going, oh, Pool Sharks is the best game ever. Right? Um, I crossed That's off fun. Comet. Because I'm sorry, Comet is a sucky, slow game. It's it really boring. <laughs> No, Hurricane is is the pick of the uh, the theme park games. Well, I mean, I'm fine with Cyclone. I left Cyclone in. Uh, mm. But if I if you had to make a choice between Cyclone and Comet, you're gonna cl clearly pick Cyclone every single yeah, time. Yeah, Cyclone's better. Yeah, um, I crossed off High Speed because we already have High Speed to the Getaway, and it's far better. Same far reason better. I crossed off Pinbot because if we get Jackbot, it's the exact same Much layout better. but better rules. Better rules. Um, and just better everything really. Yeah, I crossed off Gorgar just because I didn't. I don't see it making sense as a Zen game. No, it was relevant with with uh, Pimble Arcade because it was. He did have historical significance. Exactly, but Zen's not going for history, so that's no, why that going can... for fun. Exactly. Yeah. So, based off that list, I created once again my top ten, mm. and uh, it goes a little something like this. So, for um, for games that are currently in. Uh, TPA or were currently in TPA back in the day. Um, yeah. you, could, <clears throat> uh, 
You can still buy the license from Arcuda. Um, yeah, that's true. They just advertised. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, <laughs> but So number one for me, Whirlwind, then Centaur, uh, 8 Ball Deluxe, Funhouse, Bride of Pinbot at number five, F-14, Diner, Earthshaker, Space Shuttle, and Firepower. Those would be my top ten. Uh, and then of the games that haven't come out, I go number one, of course, Roller Games. What a surprise. What a surprise. <laughs> Who would have guessed it? I swear, somebody better send me some Roller Games merch. Um, <laughs> uh, number two, Mousing Around, then, which is such a better game than Bad Cats. So screw you, all you Bad Cats folks. Mousing Around for the win. Um, mm. Vector, which is an odd one. I know most people have never played it, but it's it, really no. a lot of fun. Me and Norman at uh, Farsight really had a fond love for Vector. Uh um, Maybe you too. <laughs> <laughs> I almost had him convinced to put it into TPA too. He was trying like mad. He he yeah. really wanted it. Um, uh, my favorite I thing about it is it, it 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 clocks how fast your ball your pinball is moving. Oh really? Yeah, based oh, off of based off of drop targets and and points of contact, it'll it it's this whole. It would be a perfect game to pair with roller games because it literally is also people on rollerblades skating around. The, the the play field it's future roller games future roller games like yes future star. <laughs> yeah all right um all right so where was i on that list okay so yeah roller games master round vector medusa uh number five mr and mrs pac-man this is not baby pac-man be... this is mr and mrs pac-man mm. so baby pac-man has an actual uh monosa yeah, it's got an actual video game portion to it. Mr. and Mrs. Yeah. Pac-Man does not. It just has a whole bunch of insert lights that kind of create the maze. Um, Which but, is kind of cool. Yes, yeah. Uh, I've had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, so that was number five. Uh, number six, Bally Game Show. I know you're a big fan of that one, Jared. I do like Game Show. Although I saw on Instagram the other day, somebody found a really, really nice specimen of it out there. And they go... It, look, this is in such good condition, but I think that's because no one likes to play it. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those games it, that it really suffered from the amount of plastic ramps that's on it. It would have been so yeah. much cooler if it had had wireform uh, trails. Yeah, yeah, it would have. And again, it's a very linear sort of System 11 style um, software set. Yes, so absolutely. Really, are just playing for multiple and showcase Bonanza. But you know, Keith McTeeth makes it for me. I love him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Number seven would be Radical, uh, then yeah. Fire, Riverboat Gambler, and rounding him out, I put uh, Embryon. You know what's really funny with Fire? I my first taste of Fire was in um, Visual Pin Mame, and and for some reason there was a ramp or something in it that it just looked so wrong yes like the way they did it and it, it it just completely put me off the game i couldn't play it because it was like what i don't, I don't find it on. to be a visual appealing game and it is a game also with little flow because it is nothing but shooting dead ends yeah um yeah. that being said uh, I it's never been in anything it's never so. been in anything i know it's highly requested and i like it better than well, a lot of those other tables. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, it'd be good. Yeah. So from there, I kind of... Three pack, it'd be fun. Yeah, I kind of uh, pared it down again, and, and so my finalists for uh, all those, number one, Roller Games. Duh. Uh, number mm -hmm. two, Whirlwind. That's my other absolute favorite table. Uh, number three, Centaur, because I would kill to see what Zen would do with it. 
mm-hmm. the number four muscle. Likewise with whirlwind. You can already imagine the the uh, hurricanes or the, the oh, tornadoes. Oh, yeah, the enhancements would be spectacular in whirlwind. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, Lightning bolts cracking onto the playfield. Yeah, wicked. Yeah. It'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, number four, mouse and around. Number five, eight ball deluxe. Then Funhouse, uh, Bright of Pinbot, Vector, Medusa, and Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man would be number 10. 8-Ball Deluxe would be a, uh, an interesting one to Xenify. What would they do? They just have a dude playing pool? <laughs> that is a good like, question. I'm not sure what they would Xenify, but uh, it's uh, that's one of those tables that it could use the physics so much to its advantage yeah. compared to what's in TPA. TPA didn't do a bad job with it, but mm. we're talking about a table that is very heavy on the aiming. Uh, yeah, and it's all about sharp shooting, essentially, it, taking your shots. Exactly. Yeah. So as much as people like Big Shot, the same would apply with Able Deluxe. Mm, true. Um, so anyway, Zen, if you're listening, there's my top 10 of both DMDs, licensed, and uh, for your alphanumeric selections, I guess. <laughs> Whatever yeah, you want to call alpha, them. Yeah, alphanumerics. Because, you know, I think people all too readily say, oh, they're all... Anything that's alphanumeric is System 11. It's actually not correct. No. There's there's a range of systems that were alphanumerics, and they just get lumped into System 11. Um, so I, sh- I should point out also, and again, uh, without me trying, it's 5 and 5. In terms yeah, of... it is too. Yeah. And yeah. I, I didn't plan that. <laughs> Now what you need to do is go and have a look at the um, Budapest Pinball Museum and see what games they have on their floor and then see if you can match those up. Uh, yeah. Because that's where Zen will be getting them from. Yes, absolutely. That is where they will be getting them from. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else was the idea behind I me mean, kind of coming up with that list. But... It's escaping me. I think it's more just it is that instance of people, as easy it is for people to go, well, we just want something new. When you compare everything out there and you really ask yourself, well, what would you want to see first? Um, that's kind of what the it impetus. It starts to narrow things down a bit. It really does. Uh, yeah. Because you do sit there and you go, well, do I really want to see, like I said, Gilligan's Island before we get Adam's family? Mm. No. No, not Although, just be just because it's new to digital. No, no. The thing is, though, I don't think this is going to be a problem, of course, with Zen because I've already got a lot of the uh, the both the graphical presentation and physics. Let's call them ironed out. But if you had a really like a top a top ten game come out this early with Zen, you know what would then happen to their ability to do like a full visual effects um, suite on it compared to if they left it to one of the last tables that came out, you know, and they found their feet more and they worked out how to do even more cool digital effects. Would you prefer to have it now or wait and have it amazing potentially? Um, you know, honestly, I think they've already found the sweet spot. With um, Monster Bash, etc. Monster Bash, no good gophers. I, like I said, they, I think they They're nailed it um, on that. Uh, without going too over the top, um, I think they've actually found a, a, a sweet spot, and mm. we're right there on the physics that is also a sweet spot. So, I'm. 
It's worth considering, but I think you're probably right. Yeah, I, I'm kind of, like I said, here it goes again with the consistency. Lock it all down. Just crank out the rest of these. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. You know, I'll, I'll be happy in, in that manner. Uh, just leave it at that. So, mm. um, all right, let's move on to something else then. Okay. Jared, uh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, let's oh. talk about that. I just saw that. Oh, that one. <laughs> uh, just in the comments. Thank you for pointing this out. So somebody went and rewrote the entire code to No Good Gophers and created their own uh, LCD uh, screen, replacing the DMD. It's no Good Gophers 2.0, like brought a Pinbot 2.0, basically. Right. Uh, yeah. Thing being, though, that they since they replaced the entire code, replaced every single bit of audio, and no DMD, uh, it's all their own, it's basically they don't have to suffer with the license. There's no copyright infringement going on. Correct. No. Um, so... I was reading kind of the rules and uh, what they were improving and all that. And I went, hey, that's pretty interesting. I like where they're going with this. And then I clicked on the video showing it. And my interest immediately waned because I realized how much I like No Good Gophers is directly related to how much I like the audio package and what goes on on the DVD. You had the opposite okay. reaction. <laughs> yeah, I went, man, I can, I can take that audio and just chuck it in the bin. Like, it doesn't really, it's very repetitive. It's on a very short loop. And it just sounds like the, well, I know why you like it, because it sounds like the Caddyshack music over and over and over again. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, but, no, for me, like, if it's, if he's going to the effort of completely redoing the rules, completely redoing the story, then I don't want the old music in there. That's like that ties it back. That anchors it to the previous version. I don't which again, it. reading the story, which essentially winds up a bear wanders onto the golf course and Bud decides to convince the convince bear that he's a gopher. A gopher. <laughs> uh, so that plays into the full fact that Buzz is still a little, a uh, little dim, <laughs> a little screwy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. When I look at the graphics, it's like, well, hey, these are this is homebrew. This is you know, people that have some t some ability clearly to do CG graphics, but it's not of the quality that I would want. Uh, I think well, it's it not ultimately stern would... or like, well, you know, no. any of the stuff they're pumping out, right? Or it's like Jersey Jack or anything like that. It, it, it's not even. I mean, it's certainly not Pixar. It's certainly not DreamWorks. It's. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of like if you went to to the uh, red box and instead of having a movie titled frozen they have a movie called really cold and <laughs> if you're silly enough to rent that you're going to get some animation that is very there <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not exactly of the high quality nature and i felt the same thing that was with with the music that was being used the sound effects being used everything was it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't anything that I could imagine wanting. Um, and I'm directly comparing this to Cactus Canyon Continued, which nailed every single aspect of it for me in every single way. So, right. Okay. Um, but anyway, it's, 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 it's worth, if you guys want to uh, see what we're talking about, it's worth looking up and seeing what that video is. It, uh, I certainly applaud the effort. And I don't want to disparage. Like no, it couldn't have been easy. The code, putting it onto a P-Rock format, which is the board set they're using, um, and and re-engineering the entire rule set. It's a massive undertaking. Yeah. I, I, I would not 
know how many hours this guy has put into it, but I'd imagine it will be a lot of hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So again, I applaud the the effort by all means. I don't think it was a uh, uh, a bad thing, and mm. uh, hopefully they'll continue. Maybe they'll get maybe this will get them attention, and we'll get other people to volunteer some work and maybe uh, you know smooth out some of those edges that uh, don't work for me. But uh, I think this is this pattern though that this particular um, home enthusiast has used to develop the the new ROM set is clearly the pattern that needs to continue. So yes. the fact that he's the fact he's gone, right, I'm not using any single copyrighted asset from the old game and I'm going completely brand new everything. That's the only way that you can actually sell and market these things consistently because you there's no there's no repercussions we can no. do it like this no and it's why the guy that did cactus king continued can't sell it because he's using yeah. assets that were already in the game it's a shame that he can't redo cactus king continued 2.1 and actually do it so it's completely copyright free yeah but well, that will be then very hard because of all the music and all the eight right. assets and right. it will probably for you it will probably destroy it yeah exactly yeah so, mm -hmm. um, but it's one of those things where it, it reminds me of somebody had transformed uh, a giant mnemonic into the Matrix, uh, yeah. completely. I mean, full DMD music, playfield, yeah. everything was converted to the Matrix. I never saw it in action, never heard it, but it certainly intrigued me, um, and so mm -hmm. that's why this also intrigued me in the same fashion. I've seen um, a really nice, um, I guess, a reskin of the Getaway High Speed Two into a black edition. Um, it looks amazing, like the work they've done on it. So it's not changing anything um, with the playfield, etc. But it's like this black edition um, getaway high speed two. And then there's another one that they've turned it into Mad Max Fury Road edition. Oh. And they've even like custom modded the um, uh, the the shift gear animations to say kick it in the guts or something like that. Very Australian. Um, and <laughs> It's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, they've they've done some DMD hacks to it to make it um, uh, a little bit more Mad Maxy, but it's very cool. You know, right now sitting uh, here, I'm gonna do what I never should normally do, but I'm just gonna do it anyway. Sitting uh, right here above my computer monitor is a Mad Max Fury Road poster. <laughs> yeah, so, right. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm a fan. Uh, yeah. Hey, wait, focus. What did I do? I screwed up things. No, it's fine. Oh, 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 there it goes. All well, right. Sort of. Sort, sort of. of fine. Back to, Here we go. It, Here there we go. it goes. Yay! Success. Victory gum. Um, <laughs> yeah. If, if, if anybody gets that reference, bang on. Um, I don't. It's something that it's we fine. say in our house all the time. Uh, okay. Yeah. Is it? If I, there's a uh, thing on the subject of things that you only say in your house. There's a thing. It's actually called familect. It's a family dialect <laughs> where... It, where you only where only you use it in your family, so yeah, it's called a family. Well, this, this is this is from a very popular show that uh, would be popular among uh, kids because it was animated. Um, and uh -huh. I'll give you one more hint. Oh, okay, we'll give you one more hint. Uh, we just throw it out randomly. This is the, this is why it's a family thing. But right. so apart from saying victory gum, uh, we also do nostrils on the bus. Um, which no, makes no, no sense to you. But again, if you get the uh, reference, bang on you. Good. Um, okay. Jared shared a video with me. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. We're going to try and be not too as catty. Nice as we can be. Not, not too nice mean. 
but it's going to be difficult. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so, so let me, yeah, you, let you me set it up. This. I'll set it up. So, uh, as part of the, uh, the choice shock, um, uh, digital pinball fan page run by Patrick Walton, there was a, um, a community member who shared a link to a video in there. Um, and the YouTuber goes by the name of scar arm productions. Now scar arm was at C E S and he sat down with, um, a Mr. Robert King from Farsight Studios, who we know as Bobby King. Um, and he got to talking about, um, the, you know, the current offerings, the sort of future offerings, uh, and, um, had a bit of discourse with Bobby, uh, for about 14 minutes. Uh, in the video and I about two minutes in I, I I stopped the video and I copied the link and shared it with Chris and I said have a guess what I'm finding amusing in <laughs> so yeah uh, uh, watching this video it, it's it, it's clear as a bell that whoever's doing this interview uh, the scar arm guy uh, he doesn't have a clue about digital video pinball um, no, which no, always it really doesn't. Which <laughs> is always a big time. thrill for me uh, yeah. <laughs> whenever I listen to an interview of that nature. And um, Bobby's being Bobby, which is uh, you know just kind of who's there in sales mode. Bobby's not mode. necessarily the most talkative person. You no. really have to prompt him <laughs> to yeah. get him to to answer. Uh, so his answers are usually quite short. Um, but yeah, so he gets to the, the about the two minute mark, and Bobby, the, the it's mentioned about I think it was mentioned about uh, the one up booth or whatever, and yeah. the other offerings that are out there. And Bobby says that essentially he thinks that they still have the best physics on the market. Hmm. <laughs> yeah um yeah okay uh maybe put the pipe down uh, <laughs> but it's like okay you know what i'm gonna let it slide because what is he gonna say what what is he gonna say oh yeah our physics are, are, are second rate no of course you're there to promote your software you're there to yeah. to promote this brand so yes you're gonna continue on it's gonna be i think I think it would be fair to say our, our physics properly represent the the, the floatiness of Gottlieb tables because <laughs> that's true. Yeah, like they if you set them at the correct pitch, like the factory pitch, they behave like they do in the toy shop pinball cabinet. Like they are floaty as anything. Yes. So there's just that unnatural speed jump that happens in a, which almost never happens in an EM. Uh, where it gets towards the bottom of the playfield, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the bit that's not quite right. Um, so anyway, well, let's continue. So, so we're yeah. so they they're continuing the interview and they're talking about the product. And the funny thing is, is that Bobby's not there. He's not a representative of Toy Shock. He's only purely talking about the software. So he doesn't have much to say yeah. about the actual physical build. Um, there or know much about the roadmap for it. Clearly, <laughs> in the uh, in the video, yeah. But anyhow, um. You know, he's commenting about uh, that this is the Wave 1 or, or, you know, the first version, that the 2.0 version of it is coming out. Um, mentions that they've got the physical buttons for nudging, um, but that they're looking because into... Apparently, but because he actually said 
that we're looking at putting an accelerometer in, which has it's well known that that's what Toy Shock was doing. I think we covered that in, in a yes. previous podcast. But yeah. the thing was, he was saying, because, you know, it's a lot easier to tilt with buttons. <laughs> which was uh, nice. Really? Sure. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who you're Horses talking to, nice. but okay. You, you, yeah. you got it. <laughs> um <laughs> so so then the interview kind of continues and the funny thing is is and this is where i just was laughing because you just see how visibly uncomfortable bobby was with it the guy keeps yes. on bringing up one up and and zen and and at one point he goes yeah i really like black knight and bobby just goes yeah we used to have that <laughs> 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 and he was you could just see the poor guy he was like <laughs> can we please talk about Gottlieb and not about the license that we have not had for two years <laughs> yeah because it got taken off us because we, we we didn't have the competitive product anymore We're right right so I, I'm feeling bad for Bobby and just yeah, kind of like really this and again this guy's interview techniques are, are lacking partly just because he doesn't have any tact <laughs> and partly because he doesn't know the product that he's talking about. Um, yeah. And, and especially when he goes, he goes, so how many tables you got on here? And Bobby says, Oh, there's, there's 12. Oh, okay. 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 And literally oh, no, like two no, minutes no. later he goes, okay, so you've got 10 tables on these. And Bobby's like, no, 12. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and so, so it, it kind of keeps on going on, and uh, then this moment happens. Now, keep in mind also, the Toy Shock booth is literally maybe, I don't know, what would you say, 15, 20 feet a wide? Standard, a standard trade show booth size, which is, oh, I don't know. They, they usually, you could get two sizes. I think they've got a double-sized booth. Yeah, it so, seemed like about a double-sized booth. Um, yeah. Three walls. That's it. Uh, it's got the four cabinets inside of it. Uh, but right yeah. above Bobby's head is a poster, basically taped to the wall, of Wave 2, uh, which would be the Gladiator table. It's actually Wave 3, because Wave 2 is the one where they've got the black bezel, and they've probably got like a slightly increased processor and a better like plunger and stuff like that. Well, when I, say, when I say Wave 2, I mean in terms of table selections. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Wave yeah. one is one point, you know, there's wave 2.0, but I don't know. Anyway, not the point. Yeah. The point being, <laughs> that's the part that killed me. Um, so they're asking about the price point and, and what basically how <coughs> toy shock is competing with one up. Yeah. And now keep in mind that, Bobby has already mentioned that oh, this new version with uh, you know with the other twelve tables is going to be a slightly higher price point because it's going to have adjustable legs and it's going to have an accelerometer and it's going to have an LCD screen on it. All these things obviously it's going to kick up the price, right? Yeah. Currently, the way that uh, One Up is the rumored price point that One Up is offering is about hundred bucks more. Um, yeah. So you figure that the Toy Shock one is going to probably come in right at that exact same price point. About 500 yeah. Yeah, considering what's going to be involved. <laughs> and so Bobby goes, well, when comparing, you know, he's like, well, I really think that we've got some, we've got great uh, table selections, and uh, I really think that our physics are the best out there. 
again. <laughs> the thing is that he, when he was the other thing that like about midway through that video, he was explaining the the table choices that were included in uh, the toy shop product. And it, it comes out that, oh, yeah, we include lights, camera, action because, oh, you know, it's not one of the most popular games, but I like it. Like, <laughs> but, that's the, like, with, but that's not the reason. But that's not the reason. But that's not the reason. That's the thing. It's not the reason. The reason why you picked that was you only had 24 tables to pick from, and you picked all the alphanumerics. And didn't pick any of the DMDs for a very good reason because you didn't have yeah. a DMD on the thing. So it, it it's not so much that you picked it because you liked it; it's you picked it because these were you what, had to. What, yeah, you had to. <laughs> this is this is we only had twenty four to choose from. Um, yeah. And so, so yeah, so yeah. he's sitting there saying that basically he's like, well, I think we have a better price point and our physics are better. And I and oh and and Sorry. here's the here's the coup de gras. He goes. It's not just their physics are better, excuse me. It's also that he f- thinks that the game runs better, that it, it, it's yeah. more efficient in running. He goes, because look, this is running on Android. Yeah, it's running on Android at 30 frames per second. To which I'm like, Frames. have you not? I can pick up my phone and <laughs> I can directly experience. compare No Good Gophers between the TPA version and the Williams Pinball version. And Guess which runs better? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no. And we've said this for years. If you listen yeah. to us, there is what Jared fondly referred to as data debt, and it was slowing down. Oh, technical debt is huge yeah. in, in the pinball arcade. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I don't think they've they've done anything. Because literally in the – if you've got to really listen carefully to the little nuggets that get dropped in this in this video, because Bobby said, you know, oh, yeah, this is what we've been working on for the last year. The, the entire year you've been working on this? This this is it? Just this? I think it's been in their office on mm-hmm. the whiteboard and has an individual or two working on it, but I wouldn't say they were nonstop devoted doing nothing but working on it. Mm. So the other thing too is, you know, let, let's just circle back to the 30 frames a second. So folks who actually own a Wave 1 version of Toy Shock and you're wondering why you have um, flipper lag, that's your reason. It's designed to run at 60 frames per second. That's that's the clock speed that Pinball Arcade is designed to run at because the, 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 the physics and everything need to be at 60 frames per second for the physics engine to understand how to interpret them. So you clock it at 30, you're going to have a bad time. I just can't believe that they released the product... <sighs> clocked at 30 like it's it's boggles my mind that they thought that was a good idea to which the interviewer in his summary later he goes he goes i got a lot of hands-on time with it and he goes and some of the tables play better than others in terms of the flipper lag and he goes and the ones that do have more severe flipper lag he goes you kind of get used to it and plan for it (laughs) which is not a good way to play pinball folks you're supposed to be reactionary you're not supposed to be like wait is this the one that i have to account for the flip lag on or not i don't know yeah oh hang on i mustn't flip just yet as i want to flip just yet because you know it's i've got to count for that flipper lag yeah um and then the industry leading flipper lag yes and then industry leading flipper lag and then the the other nugget that was dropped um the interviewer asked so what's what's next what do you what do you got in the works to which bobby responded (laughs) <laughs> that he mentioned that they had lost the Williams license, but they're going to pursue getting it back. 
Oh, not only just the, that license, but all the licenses. Yes. So did you hear that? All that the licenses. That they've lost Stern as well. So, yeah. Bye-bye. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you had to listen to it very carefully. But it's like, oh, yes, we, we'd like to get those licenses back again. It's like, yeah, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> pretty much, uh, hello, Zen for Stern. It's a, he pretty much gave it away. But, I'm, but I'm just like, really, you think that you're going to get this back from Zen? How? No. Uh, uh, it's I, a mystery. I, I lost for words. I, I just don't know. And again, but. I come back to what else do you expect him to do? He's there to promote a product. He's there to promote his company. He's not going to bash his own company. He's going to uh, prop themselves up. But I also think that <laughs> there's there's other words that can be used um, to kind of skirt around some of these things. And there's no harm. I like, for instance, in terms of with the, with the question regarding, you know, how is this for competition? It's real simple. Hey, competition is great for everybody. It makes everybody elevate their game. Uh, that's what we're going to do. And we expect them to do the same. Yeah. That's, that's an answer. That's how you, you don't just put yourself out there and say, well, our physics are better because, um, we've got an entire digital pinball forum that would say differently. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's not just us saying this. It's it's literally everybody. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Hold on. What's the question here? Non-exclusive license for tables. Zen doesn't want to make, and Farsight already have. That would be the only other, and we've mentioned this before. That would be the only other thing is maybe Zen paid for exclusivity um, for launch and for X amount of years, and that mm. after a certain uh, point in time, then uh, Farsight would be able again. to have it back. Uh, in conjunction, they, like Zen wouldn't lose it, nor would uh, Farsight. They'd be both be able to put it out. Yeah, I don't know about it's, that. It's possible. I mean, no, it's, it's more than possible. And truth be told, I would be fine with that. I mean, I, I don't think that mm. it would hurt Zen's sales one iota, um, especially if Farsight doesn't make any improvements. If they just... No, if they just if they just reactivate the licenses for all their Belly Williams tables again because they've now got the license to do it and then start offering for sale again, yeah, no. It's, no one's going to care. No. Like, they're going to look at the two products and go, uh, no? <laughs> How about yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. So, interestingly enough, there was one other question where they asked if this is the first time that a physical cabinet had been done. And Bobby says, oh, well, we worked with another company. Didn't name them. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, oh. And theirs was about $5,000, so significantly more. Yeah, with another company, not named. Which, Just again, I know I get why you wouldn't name the company as you're speaking with your partners inside your partner's booth. Well, yeah. But that being said, on Twitter, Arcuda has been dropping hints. <laughs> um, as a matter of fact, they're saying this Monday uh, there is going to be the announcement about their next product. Here's what's weird. The picture that they showed actually had the T2 DMD displayed. They also went back and announced that, hey, you can still pick up uh, Arcuda the Ar Pinball Arcade. Arcuda Pinball Arcade, or you can pay for the entire uh, license uh, that would go into a cabinet, um, yeah. not just the Steam. So there's, there was the Steam version that I think was $179, yeah. you recall? Anyway, and then, the, and then the other one was, I think, the $300 one that was for putting inside of a cabinet. Um, but, uh, so who knows? I, I'm dying to know what Arcuda's got up their sleeves. Cause I, like I said, 
when when we saw the toy shock thing, we went, oh, they can't be happy about that. And then when we see the one-up announcement, we're like, oh, and now they just all their thunder stolen because yeah. they still have not put the product out to market. No, the Akuda Pinball Arcade Cabinet has, has not been released. And it's been, what, three years now? Three years. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a long time to sit on a product. And, you know, we kind of know why because it's been copied five times. Yeah. by Chinese. <laughs> yes. And that's that's really shitty that that's happened, but it is what it is. And I know that Akuda put in... The reason why they haven't literally said anything about the product is that's what they have to do to protect it. Like, they can't put any single bit of information out because as soon as they do, straight over to China and they produce it badly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it tarnishes their name, which is really crappy. But it, it's but, also like the very market that they... We're targeting, which was uh, home licensed home use from the manufacturer game card games. Uh, so yeah. not MAME, not uh, you know shady licensing, but fully licensing proper, with the proper yeah. people. This is what Arcuda was was basically touting that they were going to be above and be better than everybody else, and then all of a sudden one up comes onto the market. So. Yeah. I, I almost I feel bad for Arcuda because it seems like it's a one of these situations where it's like shit or get off the pot, you know, and they they're uh, still on yeah. the pot. <laughs> they really are. Um, so I'd, I'd love I'm, I'm excited to hear what they have to come up with. I am um, too. Yeah, Monday. I'm dying because it almost looked by the picture. I almost got to say it looked like a vertical cabinet. Oh, like a vertigo. Uh huh. Yeah, because uh, it had a joystick and the screen was right there in front of it. So I'm almost mm. thinking that they went straight for vertigo. Um, but who maybe we'll finally get an announcement regarding what the software will be that's running inside of it. Yeah. Well, that's a very big question. Uh, I don't know. Like the thing is that we, we, we were like ages ago, um, talking with the owner of Arcuda, um, but we've lost all contact with him. So, um, yeah, we, we don't really know what's happening from that company. So we will be with you on Monday waiting for this release uh, of information. Yes, we will. Mm. All right. Well, that's, that's been... Monday Australia time too. That's not Monday US time. So, Oh, um, in... I didn't think about that. Because yeah, they're an Australian company. So. so it might come out for us in the States tomorrow on Sunday. Mm. Yeah, potentially. And from the future here in Australia, we'll see it first. Yep. While you guys are sleeping, probably. Unless mm. they're smart and they time it for US daytime. So 3 p.m. our time or something like that. Yeah, that would or, be like. That would make logical. sense. That does seem mm. logical. Um, all right. Well, that's about that's about uh, that's about it. We 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 saved up. We packed it in. Uh, lots of well, information I think we're finding to digest. These fortnightly episodes seem to work better. Rather than doing weeklies. Well, um, yeah, when we don't have a lot of information coming in. I think the weeklies will basically, if there becomes one of those instances where it's just like we keep on constantly getting hit with info, uh, then we'll... We, we tend to just jump on and do it. But Exactly. But otherwise, yeah, yeah. the, the bi-weekly is working mainly because my schedule keeps on... <laughs> sometimes She's I get doing... Saturday, sometimes I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, hey, pop on over to the Williams Pinball app. There's another limited time challenges. Zen's been killing it with these. They've been dumping these limited time challenges, giving you every opportunity to earn table parts um, much quicker uh, than normal. That's really good. Yeah. Um, 
And there's even been some people that have popped on that are like, hey, I'm brand new to this, which was like our big worry. What happens when you got somebody new? Um, and I've dispensed with pieces of advice, as have a couple of other uh, people, and it's working for them. They're like, hey, I've already gotten to this point on certain tables and, and you know, being able to play. So That's uh, really good. Yeah, it's, it is a grind, but it's it's more than doable, and Zen has really amped up the uh, rate at which this stuff is coming out to try and help. So I still haven't, <laughs> I still haven't maxed out these last five tables, but I've also been slacking on uh, how often I play. So that's right. There's also um, Jay William points out rightfully that there's actually a Reddit tournament happening as well. Um, uh, it's uh, in week three at the moment, and I know that um, if you follow friend of the show Pinstrat Stan on Twitter, he's actually uh, in that tournament as well, um, doing it. Um, and uh, yeah, so go and check out um, Reddit for that. We'll put links in the show notes for that. Yeah, that reminds me. I got a. I I've played the first two, but I didn't the second one. I only entered like twice. It's it's usually mm. a ten entry uh, tournament, which is good. Nice. Um, yeah, that it's not unloaded right. tries. Yeah, I I really don't think unlimited tries is good. It's just like a like that's what when we were running the blockade um, weeklies. Uh, tournaments that was our format as well in fact we were pretty brutal it was like one go and that's it see you later yeah yeah and um, like that's really how actual pimple tournaments run anyhow so it was pretty pretty accurate um in well and as i say i think it, it it separates the the men from the boys if you will there are those that can consistently no matter what always score good and then there's those like yeah. me who need quite a few tries to all of a sudden knock one out of the park but i can't knock it out that's of the park right. every single time Exactly. Oh, yeah. Good point, uh, Jay Willian. It's um, just week three is just about to finish. So probably by the time this comes out, uh, week three will be gone. But week four should be up and running by the time this podcast gets released. So, um, yeah, check it out. Get yep. your pinball. Get some pinball going. Pinball for everybody. All right. So that, that yeah, that's going to do it. Um, yeah, count on us not being on next week. And uh, we'll be on the following week. I think that'll be mm. a uh, safe bet to go there, folks. Um, as yeah. usual, if you have any topic that you would love for us to discuss, any suggestions, uh, anything you want us to address, don't even hesitate to drop us a message on uh, Twitter, uh, at, at Blockade. It's been there at the corner of the screen the entire time. Uh, so make sure you follow us, drop us a note, let us know what uh, you're interested in hearing about. Or you can always drop us an email. That is blah, 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 Cade at gmail.com. Wait, I did that wrong. I always do it wrong. Well, blah, 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 Kate at gmail.com for the, um, the email address. That's right. Oh, see, I'm, it's been yeah. so long. I'm rusty. You're thinking blackadepinball.com forward slash episodes for our website, probably. That too. Way to go, Jared. Yeah. Oh, he's knocking yeah. him. What else can you, what else can you pitch, Jared? Let's see. Go. Uh, what about the, uh, the links for all of our sexy, sexy back glasses? You can get those on blackadepinball.com forward slash zen dash black boxes. There you go. All right, that's folks. It. I think that's, that's it. That's it. He's, unless you want to buy a t-shirt. That's it, Redbubble. Yeah, do that. But I, I should actually point out, this might have actually whizzed past us because it was at the beginning of the show, but we actually had a, a, a Twitch donation made to us today. What? Um, yeah, we did. Um, Zarkots, um kindly donated some cash to the show through Dude, Twitch. So, thank you. Uh, Sweet. Massive shout out to you, Zarkots. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, really appreciate it. Especially since we just uh, we just had to pay for our, uh, our uh, website. Yeah, our domain. Yeah come at perfect time so yeah thank you very much fantastic and, uh, all right so until then 
I am done. I am out of here. And Jared, you can, of course, tell us what is going to happen next time on the Blockade Pinball Podcast. You're 100% guaranteed to hear more stuff and things. There you are. What more can you ask for? Bye-bye, folks. Mm -hmm. See you later.